Lock up your bikes and feel the heat. It's time for Like a Podcast, aka Podcast Gago Toku. I'm Jordan, also known as owner of the MT Lot. And with me, as always, is Argyle. <laughs> okay, yeah, that's pretty good. I don't, I don't have a nickname. I just thought Jordan of that does. joke like the second I stopped recording last week, and I'd been sitting on it this entire week, and I was just like, I gotta say it on the podcast. It's so funny. It's so funny. Yeah, but we're back. We're back. But we're not only just back. We're back with Majima. It's been three weeks away from Sotenbori. Because we had a wow, we yeah. had a pocket circuit. We had a pocket adventure. circuit. So we have not uh, seen our friend Majima in a while. Have you been, by the way? I'm doing all right. I'm still just playing Apex Legends. Yeah, we're we're all out here playing Apex. I played uh, not to not to blast my own horn. I played precisely two games of Apex. The first one I played, I won because I'm an epic gamer. By which I mean I had a good team and I didn't contribute. And then the second game mm-hmm. I lost, and I said, I don't like the way that feels, so I never played it again. No, that's that's fair. Yeah. I just I mean, I played, like, one game of Fortnite, and I, I was able to surmise that it wasn't for me. So, like, I, I, I don't doubt that somebody could do that with, like, Apex. So, like, a little uh, a little peek behind the curtain of my life. I just got uh, registered at my, at my school to start uh, my courses to, to, like, teach. So I'm thinking Yay. I need to like I think I need to you know just to really connect with the kids these days the teens congratulations yeah uh, but I'm thinking just to sort of connect with those teens I feel like I need to install Fortnite learn all the funny dances learn all the lingo um, and that will just allow me to make that connection I think you need to install TikTok I sh- I'm uh, there's a lot yo of- I found out the other day that my mom and my grandma both like watch TikTok and it it was. A hilarious and mortifying experience. You're, you're, I thought you were going to say that your mom and your grandma uh, have, like, 200,000 TikTok followers, and they're, like... No, the no, most... they just watch TikToks. They don't make them. Yeah, TikTok is strange. I feel like I feel like TikTok has kind of just replaced Vine in, in at least... Just kind of in the. The net thing scape. is, though, it's like since it's a, it's it's a lo- it's got longer videos, it can like fulfill more niches. So it's not just comedic because like like they watch a lot of like makeup tutorials mm. and cooking videos and shit on TikTok, which is and very they also have and they also have two hundred thousand followers each. So that's cool. So you should go. Yeah, follow yeah, our for unrelated reasons. Mom and grandma on TikTok. Um, shall we get cracking with this chapter? Because it's uh it's got some stuff in it. It's got some interesting events plus oh yeah uh, club sunshine i want to get elbow deep in this chapter (laughs) so just as a quick refresher because it's been a little while of where we left off with majima when haile was uh incinerated in a in a fiery explosion when his car blew up and then a guy in a white suit it's fine though yeah he's he's fine. fine he's 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 working somewhere he moved and now he's sort of in the countryside um, where he has plenty of room to run around with and lots of people to massage every day. He's fine. You ever read Reaper Man? No. It's kind of like that. I haven't. I don't read. Um, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so that happened. Sakawa got shot in the hand and in the, like, like in the not the not kill zone. He got shot, like, in two obviously yeah. non-lethal places. And that was all we saw. That's fine. Yeah, some mysterious guy in a white suit. Uh, came up and knocked Majima out. Yeah. That was the last thing we saw. Yeah. Um, so this week, we kind of pick up immediately there when Haile's skeleton is uh, dancing around to xylophone music. 
and uh, playing on itself. He's playing. Yeah, he's playing. He's, he's got his two time. acupuncture needles, and he's using those as like mallets to play his ribcage like a xylophone. Machima's like, "Damn, dude, that's great!" And then he says, "All right, I'm going to move now. Goodbye." Um, and then I've already got the U-Haul all packed up. Hopefully, this one won't blow up. He knew it was going to happen too. This was just like the next stage of his life. Much like a caterpillar turns into a butterfly, when Hai Li turns into a skeleton. So, uh, the besuited white man, the, yeah, he's a white, no, the white besuited man, that's what I meant to say. He is, he is Japanese, <laughs> that we, we haven't gotten into the, uh, this series' strange relationship with white people yet. The stra- I mean, we kind of have. I guess we kind of have. Um, uh, he comes up, he, he, uh, knocks Majima out with his gun and then takes he with he he pistol whips him he doesn't you know permanently knock him out with the the mm-hmm. gun part of the gun he picks Makoto up uh very gently and delicately as if to say I am not going to kill you yet ah yeah and then Sakawa sits up and says I'm still alive but I'm very badly burnt like in Austin Powers and it's very funny uh then we cut to just kind of a warehouse it, it it doesn't matter where it is. It's probably for the Cabaret Grand or whatever. And uh, Sago is beating the shit out of Majima, who is tied to a post. He says uh, for obvious se- reasons. Yeah, he says this seems very familiar. He says, "I feel like you've wow. been in this situation before." Oh, look at this knife! It sure would be a shame if somebody poked out your left eye. Oh man, what if Majima and the rest of the series? Oh wait, said, it's already gone. Yeah, he just Damn. has two eye patches. So Sagawa, he's got he's got bandages on his hand, but he's still punching Majima with his bandage hand and not having a great time with it. No. Um, and he says, you know, Majima, I was all ready to, like, call up Shimano and get you put back in the Tojo clan. I told you, like, you could make it without killing anyone, but you still, you still went behind my back. You still tried to get Makoto Makimura out of here. So, I mean... I gotta kill you, but I'm not gonna do it quite yet. Because I need to I need to find out what the fuck is going on. Yeah. He says like he says like uh Oh, let's uh first of all he picks up Majima's baseball bat because he's gonna do some sins with that. But then he's like uh let's pretend for a moment that I understand the sentiment of uh why you didn't wanna kill this this blind woman. Uh and he says, When mm-hmm. I was when I was a young boy my father took me into the city, and then I found an injured I found an injured bird, and I called him Mametaro, and I nursed him back to health, and I fed him every day, and then uh but because I lied to my parents since they didn't know I had him, one day I came home and they were feeding him to the cat. Um and then he says, Do you wanna know how I got these emotional scars? Um and then he says, uh Oh, Machima's like, I bet you were a good kid. And then he's like, yeah, on the outside. But then after that next day, I killed their cat because I'm twisted. <laughs> Just a little little kind of like showing a black mirror to society, if you think about it. Yeah, so the, the, the moral of the story is you really, you shouldn't try to get one over on your parents because they'll feed your bird, your secret bird, to their not-secret cat. And in this moment... But then he, kill, but then he killed the cat, so, so I'm not sure what the moral yeah, is I supposed guess, to be Yeah, I guess, first of all, there. in this situation, Sakawa is telling Majima that he is his dad. That is a fact. Uh-huh. Um, but also, yes. that means that, that uh, if this story is sort of a metaphor, um, which it always is, uh, directed and written by Hideo Kojima... 
um, that Majima will kill Sagawa at the end of this uh, event, I guess. Well, he'll kill Sagawa's cat. Oh, he'll kill Sagawa's cat, which is, I mean, I'd feel worse um, for the cat than I would for Sagawa, let's be honest. Yeah, of course. And then he does the thing that you do in, he does the epic, he picks up the bat, and then he swings it at his head to kill him, but then he stops right before it hits him in the head and drops it, because he's not gonna do it, but he made him think he was. Haha, uh-huh. got fooled you. He says, are you, you, are I, you bothered? I almost caved your skull in, but I didn't Did do it. Did you pee pee <laughs> in your little pants, Majima? Or are you scared, Ed? And then... Are you... Yeah. Are you... Are you you gonna you gonna cry? You gonna cry, little you boy. You gonna piss? You gonna come? You gonna she gonna cry through your eye patch? Oh, you can't because your eyes gone because you because you did a dang you did a bad thing before. Remember? So he tells Majuma that he's gonna leave him alive because he needs to find the the white besuited man uh, who stole Makoto. Uh, and I think once they find him, then he'll kill Majuma. But I don't know that for sure. Possibly, probably. Um, but also, this guy is not anyone they've seen in Osaka. Um, one of the uh, Majima assumes that he's working with Nishitani because he did not kill Makoto, yeah, and instead just took her. Yeah, I also like that. Uh, and this is also when Sagawa finds out that Nishitani is also looking for Makoto. I also like the part where Sagawa's like, "Do you know this guy?" And then Majima's like, "Well, you know, I've never seen him o- Osaka before. Osaka, one of the larger cities in Japan, but you know, I I do know everyone here. Um, I do. I mean, it is just two city blocks." But um, yeah. then Majima once again asks Sakawa uh, why people are looking for Makoto, and he says, I, I don't know. All that I know is that uh, that my brother Shimano called me and told me to use Majima to kill a person named Makoto Makimura. And Majima's like, wait, Great. Shimano told you to do that? What? <laughs> so Yeah, so the, this is... This plan came down from Shimano. This was not a Sagawa original. Yeah, this is a this is a this is direct from from a member of the Tojo clan. Interestingly, mm. um, and then and then yeah, he he says that he thinks this guy probably was working with Nishitani. Sagawa was like, wait, since when was Nishitani involved? Oh, is he the guy who did that body double thing? Interesting. Hmm. Mm. Weird. Mm. Uh, so the Kijin clan's office is on Sotenbori Street. Yeah. So that's uh, the first place we're gonna go to look for clues. Yeah, we gotta go to we gotta go to Nishitani's boys and hit them up. Um, do we wanna? Yeah, we'll, we'll, do some side. Yeah, let's do some side stuff. First. Let's go for it. Um, um, mine is called Stadium Jumper Strut. So wait, I did that one. Oh shit! I thought you did the phone one. Fuck it. We'll we'll we'll, we'll just do one sub story and then we'll do the cover. Oops. <laughs> You cover that, and then I'll, That's I'll do fine. cabaret. Um, well, I'll do the phone one next week. My bad. Um, it's fine. So we we don't have that many sub stories anyway. That's so true. Majima we're, we're has getting... Majima has considerably less side content than Kiryu because a lot of his sub stories are specifically tied to um to the cabaret club um girls. Mm-hmm. So this is Stadium Jumper Strut. Um, right off the edge of Iwao Bridge, where our friend is dabbing forever. Um, there's this guy, uh, who's just lying on the ground. Um, he's been lying on the ground for, like, four chapters now. But today mm-hmm. was the day that we finally decided to take a look at him, get his bones fixed, give him a stamina royale. Um, and Machi was like, what the hell happened to you? And he says, I was chasing a dream. My dream was to boldly walk across that bridge. 
Um, and Majima says, that's a very mundane dream, and I don't understand why that would result in you uh, having the shit kicked out of you. Um, at this point, his his name, which was formal, it was a fallen guy when we met him, but now it's formerly fallen guy, which I thought was a pretty funny joke. Um, and he says that the reason he can't walk across the bridge is because of the stagion. Stagion? I don't know how you'd say it. Stagion? Stagion? It's the, it's his, his, uh, it's his varsity jacket. It's a varsity yeah, jacket. The, what they call him in Japan. I'm just going to call it a varsity jacket. Um, and he says that he's like, oh, when you, uh, when you put on a cool jacket like this and pop your collar, um, and put on two watches on both hands and wear your, your shutter shades. Everyone thinks you're a big shot, and they all come looking for blood. And at this point, it is revealed that also on the back of the varsity jacket, it says the words, bring on the fights. Um, yeah. Which may have something um, to do with it. Um, maybe, but it's on the back. Yeah, that's true. No one. W- it's also his, just something about his face. Um, and he says that he's tried to cross this bridge eight times, and every time, the second he sets foot on the bridge, people try to kill him. Um, Majima asks if everyone who wears one of these jackets gets their face caved in, and, uh, he's just like, no, uh, I think it's just my destiny. And then Majima says, well, can't you just take the jacket off? And then he says, that defeats the purpose. It's important for my dream that I walk across that bridge in this jacket. That's also important. Um, and then Majima says, well, you can go ahead and try it, but you're probably going to get beaten up again. Um... He says, by the way, we find out this guy's name is Suda, um, creator of Killer7. Great job, great nice. game. And uh, he says, uh, won't you help me make my dreams come true? And then Majima says, it's good content, I guess I have to. Um, so I'll fend the goons off as you, uh, as you cross the bridge. And then he gives a goofy thumbs up. Um, and then as, he, as he's like, you know, moonwalking across the bridge... Um, yeah, this is a lot like the Miracle on it really is. Street mission. So he starts, like, very slowly walking across the bridge, um, and the second he steps foot on the bridge, once again, another uh, a group of punks are just like, um, what do they say? They say, uh, what, enjoy, enjoy your stroll, these punks are gonna pay the toll to the troll? Yeah. <laughs> you gotta pay the troll <laughs> That's toll. what Majima says. Oh, that's what Majima says, that's right. Yeah, the goons are like, hey, you think you're so big... Big, you, you got such a big dick with that fucking jacket, huh? Yeah, I'll huh, bring dude, on the, I'll bring on the fights. I'll bring on the fights right at your face. Um, so yeah, he tells them to pay the troll toll. You have to fight all the guys off. Um, there's like three waves of increasing size, and it's just like it's just like the uh, it's like Miracle Johnson. Or the like, men get larger. Yeah, it's not that there's more men. They they, they get they become taller, larger. and the last one you have to fight is Slender Man. Um. And then when you beat him, the funny, when you do it, he gets to the other side, and then the Chariots of Fire successful music plays, which I need to put it, we've mentioned this before, but I don't think I've ever actually edited it in, so I need to put it into the podcast so you can hear how funny it's this, pretty it's fun. It's pretty fun. It's pretty funny music. Um, so we've successfully led our friend Suda to the other side of the bridge. Um, he is so happy that he finally achieved his dream. He gives us the encounter finder. Um, Majima, pretty good item. Pretty good item. Majima says that he's uh, a very, very strange man, and then Suda says that that's what, like, that's part of his charm is that he's just a really weird guy with a cool jacket, um, and he owes Majima a life debt, and he's so proud of satisfying his accomplishment. Now it's time to go home and eat some food. Just got across that bridge, haha. 
Um, and then Majima learns the moral, I guess, which is he thinks he thinks to himself, uh, I guess it ain't so much what others think of you. It's uh, if it's something you want to do, you better get to it. Which uh, tells us mm-hmm. something interesting about Majima, which is that he thinks in his fake accent. I guess, <laughs> yeah. Um, and then, oh, yeah. and then off screen, you hear a guy being like, "Hey, bring on the fights! I'll kick your ass!" And that's that's haha. He can't cross the bridge. He can't get back home. And he won't. And then Majima says, "Can't she just take off the jacket?" And that's the the funny comedy conclusion. <laughs> How's the Club Sunshine this week? Club Sunshine this week is doing pretty all right. So this week we're we're taking on Club Jupiter, who uh, you may remember is run by. Let me look up this guy's name because I forgot to write it. Down. Not even you remember. Uh, <laughs> Kazuka, that's his name. Kazuka. Uh, who is just a big, strong muscle guy in a camo jacket with a lot of piercings and shit. So you, you get to 800 fans, and you want just like with Club Mars, uh, you Yoda offers to like go and scope out Club Jupiter with you. Uh, he does not want to go. He's scared of Kizuka. He just he's he won't, he's, he can't, thinks he's gonna it, get I the mean, shit beaten out of him. I mean, it's really scary because he can come from anywhere. It's so hard to see him with that camo jacket. Yeah. Yeah, he's just like a floating head, pretty much. Uh, but Yuki and I, Aichan, uh, offer to go with you. You go, you scope it out, and you notice the club's number one girl. It's Busy B. Saki is her name, uh, so-called because she's a very, very hard worker. She 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 always she's always at work on time. She she is always she like works pretty long shifts a lot of the time she's she she does it all she's great uh and that's pretty much it you don't really run into any trouble here um you go back you you do some more business uh once you get to 1500 fans uh kizuka has sent some goons over to beat you and yoda up uh so you you just beat them up it's no big deal. Uh, th- th- there's not really much to go on here. Uh, and then at 3,000 fans, Hizuka shows up with, with Saki, and he's like, it's time for the Cabaret Club battle! So you do your rival battle. Uh, his special ability drains the health of your girls, instead of, like, making guests leave. Uh, so it- it's pretty bad, because that'll really inhibit their stats if their HP gets low low enough how, is, how do you think he, how do you money. think he's doing that um maybe he's uh, just all of these special his... abilities manifest by way of some sort of gas that they release into the yeah he just like system. he just pumped a bunch of bees into the room yeah in in the dressing room there's just a, a angry a, hornet's a, nest a pile of pile of bees and murder hornets and they're assaulting the women uh but not stinging them or anything it's fine they're just annoying um, but you beat him, and he's like, I'm, I'm pissed off now, you beat I'm me in a pissed, cabaret bro. club battle? Well, this shit's for pussies, let's go outside and settle this with our fists, man. Uh, so you go outside, and you fight him, he's, 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 he's pretty beefy, he's got a couple health bars, he's got the, like, wrestler move set, so he can do, like, hurricane ranas and leg drops and shit, hmm. uh, but he's not too bad. I feel like uh, I feel like Majima after- could really save his time and expedite the process if he just uh 
he just walked into the other club and just said, all right, let's fight. And then just beat the shit out of the other uh, club owners. Because it always comes Possibly. down to that. And I feel like that yeah, would I just mean, be... Well, it didn't with Club Mars. Yakuza, Hino Yakuza Zero Speedrun tactics. Just walk in and beat yeah. up the owner, and then you become the owner. You become the club dad. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, Hino definitely would have done that because, like, he's, he's a baby. He's a little piglet, and he, he, you know, you beat him up, and he'll just give you the club. But uh, Kizuka 2 uh, probably would because after you beat him, he's like, hey, that was a great fight. You know, I, I was never cut out for, you know, running these clubs. It was just that uh, Sukiyama recruited me, and he was, he was like, you know, that's where you get all the good money working for him. He had me doing all these dirty jobs for him, but I, you know, I, I couldn't stand doing it. You know, I don't, I don't, I don't want to be someone else's bitch my whole life. Um, so I'm glad you knocked some sense into me. And I'm, I'm just gonna close the the club. And would you please uh, let Saki work at Club Sunshine? I don't want her working for the five stars. Uh, and, you know, you have a pretty good, like, environment. And then he, he goes club. to become, so, he becomes a Mr. Shakedown later. <laughs> He's like, there's a yeah. lot more money in this. Yeah, I think he says, like, oh, I'm going to move into the country or something. I'll, I'll just go into hiding or whatever. I have a friend who's just uh, opened up a new massage parlor in the countryside. I might go work with him. Oh yeah, yeah. One of my old my old mafia buddies, um, and he runs off, and then around the corner you see Sukiyama and his assistant. Uh, and Sukiyama's like, I, "I trust you can take care of this, my lovely assistant." And I I'm sorry, I forget what her name is. Uh, and she's like, "Yes, it, you know it'll be kind of difficult because Kuzuka is like kind of a big dude, like he's very strong, but." Uh, rest assured, you won't have to get your hands dirty with this, Mr. As long as President. you shoot him in a cutscene, he'll die. That's, that's yeah, he'll the die. Rule. So you need to make the cinematic cutscene happen before you shoot him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You need to figure out you need to figure out how to do that despite the fact that that, that we're sub story characters. Mm-hmm. That's that's so if like you can, if you can like Yeah. If you can do some like wall hacks or something to get into the cinematic zone. Get into the source then code and then we're golden. Uh you have to communicate with the the Sega animators to make you into a cutscene. That way, you can kill him once and for all. Mm-hmm. You just have to wait until the camera is focusing on him and probably somebody else that he's talking to. You have to wait uh, until Yakuza Six, where all the cutscenes are, where all, everything is fully voice acted. And then, and then you can shoot him from off screen, and it'll be very dramatic. The camera will pan over, and you'll say, "I wonder who shot him," and then it'll see it's you, and then he'll finally die. He'll he'll get a you know a dramatic life ending monologue where he tells whatever character you was speaking to, you know, like, "Hey, you're you're the best guy I ever knew. You made me want to be a better person." Uh, no matter how bad he is. He'll say something that redeems himself the moment before he dies. Like, yeah. oh, I, I I, did kill all those children, but it turns out they were actually small adults, and they were all serial killers, and then he'll die. Then he'll die. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's, what, that's exactly so, yeah. what uh, he so says. So that, that, that's what you have to do, my assistant. <laughs> you know, get on it. Uh, and then that, that's pretty much it. Oh, we, we do also find that... That busy Bisaki, she's very happy to work with y'all, and she says that Aichan is like number one in the like the perky girls 
leaderboard or whatever. <laughs> they have forums. Uh, even though it's yeah, 1988. Yuki, Yuki is not Yuki is not on any leaderboards, and she's like, well, you you can't just you know, it, you know, base a girl's value on some leaderboard nonsense. Yuki, what's your gamer score? Laughs. Is the the question that I need to know? How, Yo, how many platinum trophies how you, many got, Chivas you got? Yuki. Uh, and that's it. That's all for Cabaret this week. So, oh. I only did the one. Yeah. Uh, it's time to go to the Kijin Clan headquarters. The Nami, the third Namiki building. Um, which is right by Oh, the, that's what it's called? Something like that. Remember. It's extremely mean. important. This is a, a very important part of Sotenbori. It's gonna come back when we come here in the other games. Just kidding. Um, I just wrote it down, and I just needed all of you to know that that's what the building's called. It's a random office building that a Yakuza family is is based in. There's about 3,000 of these between Kamarocho and Sotenbori. They're basically like this game's version of random encounters. <laughs> just which random Yakuza office building are you going to go into this game? It's like it's like Chalice Dungeons and Bloodborne. <laughs> They're randomly They're procedurally generated. generated. Yeah. yeah, you'll get one. You'll get one uh, office building to walk into, and there's just like six bathrooms and no, there's no chairs. They're all just toilets, and you're just like, wow, this is the algorithm really fucked this one up, huh? You come back out, and then you, f- you fix it, and it's all bookshelves. Oh, it's another one just full of gun guys, <laughs> just like gun guys and throwing knife guys. Every this once sucks. in a while, when you walk deep enough into the office, you'll find like a, a we like an inexplicably a boss fight that you didn't get to fight in the main game, and you're just like, why did you stick this guy down here? Well, you know, it, it, it's obviously one of the undeveloped boss fights. Yeah, they're not they're quite not as quite good as, as good. like the main story boss fights, but like, you know, you can tell that they put some effort into them, and they didn't want to completely cut them from the game, so yeah. they put them down here. The chalice office. Mm-hmm. Mm. That's 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 why Yakuza Zero has infinite content because you can just keep coming in, um, putting down the like blood sacrifice and creating a new Yakuza family office. So we're in this one. That that's why I'm never going to 100% Yakuza Zero get all the trophies is because it requires you to get through all of the chalice offices and I just I don't have the it's patience. It's just bullshit. It's not fun. Like the rest of the game is fun, but this one like. Ugh, it's just it's just a busy it's just busy work. It turns the game. Yeah, rethink this. Yeah, come on, come on, RGG, fix this for uh, for Yakuza Kiwami. Um, so we're at the the third Namiki Chalice office, and uh, uh, the the sort of guys that we've beat up a hundred times are still here. They're looking better. They've had some time to recover. Um, so they don't have band aids anymore. Um, and. Also, by the way, Majima, who is completely busted up and bruised, is also... Is the head guy even here? The guy who had maybe the bandages? Maybe he died. Maybe he's like... Maybe he... We, we He got three bandages, and that's when you die. Yeah, when you get three bandages, it's all over from there. So I think that you're right. I think he might be in the hospital, or possibly six feet he's under. He's in the hospital. He's in the comical, like, full-body bandages. He's got his leg up in a lift. He's He's got a full-body you know. cast, but it's all band-aids. Um, mm-hmm. So... Majima, who is like bruised and destroyed, uh, is also looking a lot better. He's like he's he's fine. Um, yeah, he's healed. He doesn't even have bandages. He's good. So Majima walks in. Uh, they he says, "Have you seen?" He does the funny kicking the door open animation from Yakuza Kiwami. He says, uh, "He says like, hey, where's Makoto?" And they have no clue. They tell him to go home, and then he says, "Like, how many times have I beat you guys up?" 
How many times do I have to teach you this he says, lesson, He old says, man? are you guys masochists? Because you seem to like it. And they say, no, no, it's Nishi- yeah. Nishitani's the one who likes it. We we hate it. Please don't fight me. No, they say, well, we're not going to let you leave alive. Because this has worked out so well the other, like, four times Well, look, it. there's four of them. And one of them has a gun. And one of them has a mass-produced blade. So this time, Majima's really better. He really better watch out. Because this is going to... This is gonna end poorly for him. So you, look, we got our guy with like no HP to hold the gun. We got the weakest. We this got is gonna go great. We've got Brittlebone Greg to hold the gun, um, and every time he fires it, the kickback shatters his wrist bone. But he's the one who's gonna hold the gun because he. If we, if we don't let him hold the gun, he's just gonna have to sit this one out. Um, yeah, look, he just likes to participate. Yeah, you know, we we. <laughs> We accepted him into the into the club despite his condition. He's uh, you know, nobody has the heart he's to my tell sister, him to leave. He's cause... my sister's. He's my nephew, and he, you know, he, he, uh, he got kicked off of the baseball team. He couldn't really play because of his condition, and he's, his academics aren't that great. So we just decided to let him join the family, just kind of as a, as like almost like a mascot, like Brittlebone Greg. He, uh, he just kind of hangs around the office. He, he plays on his, his DS all day, but. But when when the when someone shows up, we will let him hold the gun. We tell him not to fire it, but he, you know he gets he gets he's a very happy guy and he really likes to you know just kind of help out. So we let him fire yeah, off a couple we, we rounds. Put, we put we put the gun in his desk just to you know like make him think that you know he's if, if anything happens he can take care of it. But like he's not really supposed to be. He's using not. It, yeah, you know? that's why like, when you start the fight, everyone just yells it at at the guy with the gun to put it down, and you're like, why? What is the backstory? I'm not getting here. Um, so you, and then you demolish his skull and yeah. neck and all of his limbs with your baseball bat. Well, it's okay because only he'll just put a couple band aids on him and he'll be fine. Um, then you can pick up Brittle Bones Greg, Brittle Bones Greg's gun, and fire off a couple rounds if that's your thing. Um, this is a very easy fight. Um, so you beat him up and it's it's good. We we did it. Um, and this is where we find out that they have, I mean, Nishitani tells these guys absolutely nothing, um, because he doesn't yeah. trust them. Um, and Majima is like, sort of, there's one on the ground, kind of the leader guy is on the ground and Majima's like, I'm going to kick the shit out of you if you don't tell me where Nishitani is. Um, well, he says like, go ask the boss if you have any questions, comments or concerns. Um, and he's like, I would, but he's in jail. And then the the lead thug is like, "Oh, that's that's uh uh, uh just go talk to Billiken. He hangs out on uh the 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 bridge, on 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 the on the west side of town. Just go over there, please Billiken's, don't beat me up. Please don't beat me up. Yeah, Billiken is the detective who is the boss's liaison with the cops, and he'll tell you how to get to to Nishitani because he because he's our he's in in on the business. And then Machi was like." Oh, are you mad, bro? Because because you just spilled all the beans the second things went wrong. You're a terrible Yakuza, and I hate Yakuza like you. And then he punches him out. Very cool. No wonder the boss doesn't trust no you wonder. with any information. Yeah. Because the moment you get slapped around a little, you, you just spit it all out. So I actually had a really tough time finding Billiken. So I went to Bishamon Bridge. Um, and I was looking... That's what it's called. Yeah, Bishamon Bridge. And uh, I was just... There's lots of NPCs... You know, there's just there's just random people walking around, and then there's the guy in the trench coat, like pensively smoking a cigarette, leaning over the edge of the bridge. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, "Damn, where's this Billiken guy? I can't find him anywhere." So, uh, yeah, that's that's Billiken. He looks like a funny cartoon detective from the '40s. Um, he's the last detective that we'll ever meet who looks like this. I promise. 
Um, <laughs> Majima says very loudly, Hey, I heard that you're Nishitani's liaison with the police. Could you get me into jail he's to like, talk he's to like, him? Are you going to kill Nishitani? Like, what are you doing? And then Nishitani says, Oh, Majima says like, Oh, me and Nishitani are not friends. I'm 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 an enemy of his, and then I he, I just need to let you he's know. an asshole. Yeah, he's I don't an like asshole, him. and I hate him. I just need you to know that I'm being completely honest, so you can trust me. Um, that being said, I don't want to kill Nishitani. How much do I need to pay you to send me to jail? And then Billikin's like, "Have some class, everybody. These days, it's all about the money. Let's just go." How about this? We'll talk about this on the boat, the pleasure cruise that's just about to... It's right here on time. Yeah, it's right here. And then Majima's like, I'm not here to go on a historical tour of, of beautiful Sotembori. And he's just like, trust me, we're just going to have a drink on this boat. Um, So they're having a drink on the boat. And uh, Majima once again explains that him and Nishitani are enemies and he wants to go into jail to beat his ass. Um, And then he says... Uh, uh, Billikin says to Majima, well, there's lots of different types of enemies. There's the kind you want to put in the ground, and then there's the kind that you, uh, you just want to be friends with if things shook out differently. It is then that the boat lurches to a stop right in the middle of the river, mm-hmm. and the bottom of the boat starts going down. It's, yeah, well, okay, so it's a very realistic Yakuza simulation. Um, however, the boat is now an elevator, and the bottom of the boat is now underwater in a glass elevator that is sinking into Sotembori River, um, which is, this is how Yakuza works, this is real, this is good. Oh, we didn't, we didn't say the name of this chapter, by the way. It's chapter 11, A Murky Riverbed. Because they're in a murky riverbed. Yeah. Um, I, much to my absolute delight oh sorry we forgot to mention the part where uh where billikin talks about how he's known nishitani since he was practically a baby and that he oh was yeah like, when he was a baby he was shoplifting and when he was in elementary school he did shakedowns and breaking into cars by middle school and then Majin was like what's next armed robbery by high school and then he says in high school murder he, he killed a guy and then and then the boat turns into an elevator um and billikin says what's a drink without a show and then it's going down and down and down, and much to my delight, to my absolute yep. joy, on their way down, you can see floating at the bottom of Sotembori River a little fast food, like, statue of a guy. And it's the guy from the, like, the fried food restaurant. So fucking That's good. on Sotembori Street. Absolute oh. legend. Thank you so much for my life. I can't... Yeah, we didn't remember. We we literally didn't remember this when we no. did the the thing on the curse of the colonel, and I didn't obviously didn't get it because I didn't know about that. But when I played the game before, yeah. and presumably Jordan I didn't, didn't know catch either. it either. So there you go, curse of the colonel, canonical in Yakuza Zero. Um, now we're in an underground wonderful. Bunker. <laughs> they they are just now in a bunker that was dug during the war, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, it's never really addressed, but they're now in an underground bunker. Billiken says that he conned some rich pricks, that's his words, um, and my words, to uh, flesh out this underground bunker and make it into something that we'll find out what it is later. And then, uh, they it has no name, but people call it the Bed of Sticks. Because it's, Cause it's on the It's on the riverbed, river yeah. And then he opens the door and says, this is where criminals become executioners. And then we get a bunch of cool shots of, like, 
this crazy underground fighting arena and there's like people drawing on like they're like drawing odds and stuff on chalkboards and there's a bunch of people watching the the fights um Mm -hmm. it's the yakuza series staple fighting ring there's one in every game i think i could be could be wrong but i'm pretty sure there's one in every game it's not in yakuza 6 hmm you're right um so uh yeah this is the bed of sticks the deal with this is they take you know like killer like dangerous criminals and prisoners and they put them in here and if they can survive a year of fights they they get to live free but billy nobody's ever made it because no one's ever made it a year of fighting nonstop that'll kill anyone and it's specifically it's specifically like criminals that uh for one reason or another uh the law can't touch like people who got off somehow they got like a good lawyer or like People with diplomatic immunity, I don't know. Mm. But they go to the bed of sticks and then they fight to the death. No rules, just right Olive Garden. Yeah. Um and if Majima wants to uh also they also Billiken is making billions of billions of billikens of dollars. Um Hey, 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 I'm an underpaid cop here. What do you want from hey. me? Hey? Um Majiba says, I run an underground fighting ring where I let people fight to, to the death. death and yeah, people where I pay make, money where to I bet make, on uh, it. Criminals kill each other. I'm just, a, just an honest cop. Majima, sa- uh, Majima uh, says, "Cops as rotten as you are a rare breed." I s- Majima say, "A cab, you coward! You coward! You're a yakuza. You should say it." Wow, you're not one of the good. Yeah, cops. you're not one you of the. <laughs> what we really need is a good guy with a nice guy fighting ring. That's what we need. You're the bad guy with the bad yeah. fighting ring. Um, so he, he says, don't fight for a year, but if you can make it through three matches, I'll let you, uh, go hang out with Nishitani. Um, so it's time to yeah, fight. because people are getting bored. Yeah. We, we need some fresh blood in here. It's been a lot of the same. People are surviving too long. Yeah. So. So I need you to hit them with their bat, with your bat very hard until they fall over. Um, so we fight three guys in the bed of sticks. The first one is the Joker. Yeah, just, they call him the, like the psycho clown, the the serial killer who ate the evidence. His name is Ginger Chapman. His, He's just a redheaded yeah, joker. Ginger He's Chapman. literally got like a big scar on his face. Um, yeah, it's not on his mouth though; no, it's on his nose. No, yeah, that's the that's he's off brand. He's the he's the Ginger Chapman's. He's like he's like a Joker action figure where they mispainted it. He's like, like a, it's just a little he's bit like upwards the, on his face. The sort of uh, ninety nine cent store knockoff action figure called like the Jokester, and he's he's like you know from from Killer Jester. Yeah, Killer Jester, and uh, he's he's got a scar on his nose as opposed to on his face, and he's got red bright red hair. Um, mm. He's pretty. He fights with a knife. He's pretty easy to take down. Um, yeah. If you use the bat, he literally can't hit you as long as you're blocking. And then after you fight the joke, jokes, the killer joker man, um, you fight the pleasure killing practitioner whose patient's deaths were ruled an accident or something. His name is, (gasps) I don't remember his name. Dr. Kirihito. And he fights with like Wolverine claws. Yeah, he's got like a bognock, maybe. Yeah, or like, he's fighting with he's the got, like, fist weapons. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's also quite easy um to fight. They're all pretty easy to fight, honestly. And yeah. it doesn't even do the like the thing that they do in the other Yakuza fighting rings, where you can't use healing items. 
This is just, you can use whatever you want. No rules, they said. So it means that the fights are easy. Mm-hmm. So and I'm and that's like I said we we were playing on New Game Plus but we're back to the point where the game is like standard difficulty yeah it's starting to catch up to yeah us. so it's it's not just like we're over leveled now we're just it's just not hard um and then our final our final uh, combatant is the like the champion of the ring he has the world record for accidental in ring deaths but are they really accidents it's the dead <gasps> puncher. Dead puncher. Let's all. He's just a guy with. He's he just fights with his fists and he's wearing flaming boxer shorts. Let's all. all let's all make an oath. Let's all take a promise that we live a life that allows us to get the nickname Dead Puncher. Yes, please. Let's all. Uh, so so you fight. Uh, but let's also all live a life that uh, makes us a harder boss fight than Dead Puncher because he's not very hard. Yeah. Um, he's probably easier than the first yeah because, because he doesn't, he have, doesn't a weapon, have a weapon so you can hit him with the yeah. bat real good and then he falls down <laughs> yep so billiken's like damn that was really fast uh do you want to be our new permanent fighter and then Machima says why would i do that no no so yeah it's time to go to jail uh, we're not gonna pass go or collect 200 dollars. oh no we have to learn about billiken we have to learn about the tragic backstory yeah, we're back on Bishamon Bridge suddenly. Uh, we don't even get to see them taking the elevator back no. up. Uh, and, you know, we, we get some more info from... He just tells uh, us this story with no context. Yeah, that's right. That's right. That's how it goes. He's, you know, you're talking about how, like, oh, that all that under that riverbed, who could have known? And he's like, yeah, sometimes the, you know, the muddy water covers up, covers up the real fucked up shit. Like, <laughs> you, you know, I heard about f- this guy. Something real fucked up. Check this out. I saw this. I heard, on, I heard about. This. I saw this on R slash No Sleep. It's gonna really fuck you up if I tell you about it. Saw this on Rotten.com on Live Leaks. <laughs> uh, I heard about this guy. His uh, you know, his daughter was killed, and they the the police investigated it, and they found out that eventually it was just some some kid. He'd never had any priors or nothing. So he went to juvie. He got out, and it was nothing. And Majima's like, wow. Wow, this has nothing to do with anything we were talking wow. about. If that happened to me, I would want to kill that kid. And the guy was like, yeah. Yeah, oh, you, she had a, she, you yeah, the she, only she one. She had a dad that loved her and treated her like a princess, even though he was a single father. And his, his ex-wife was such a such a horrible woman and walked out on him because... Because he, he invested too much in the... But she still got she still got custody still got in the family court. Yeah. You know, this, this court system, it's you so know, stacked it's, it's against so biased against fathers, <laughs> you know. But this guy, he treated his daughter like a princess, and then you thought that seeing that the murderer... Even though he could only see her every other weekend... <laughs> They would go to they would go to the McDonald's and they'd get her a happy meal even though she was eighteen. Um, he says like some small comfort for the for the poor the dad whose daughter died, but then the guy went to juvie and basically got a light sentence. Think about how that mm-hmm. would make him feel. And then uh, and then Majima says, "Talk about a kick in the dick," which I think he said before. I think that might be Majima's catchphrase when he hears something sad and doesn't know how to. <laughs> like yeah. he doesn't know how to respond he just says the worst possible oh, that's thing fucked up, man. um but then what happened then the killer was he ended up in the river too with a bunch of stab wounds and it was nishitani who did it and you know i hear the and i hear that the guy the you know nishitani was being cared for by some guy at that point uh 
who who then established the bed of sticks and also became his liaison in the police, and it's, <laughs> it's me. It's me. I was talking I, about myself. I don't know if you could figure that out from the context clues. Anyway, let's so go I'm just to... Gonna, I'm just gonna tell you. I'm just telling you my backstory for no particular reason. Let's take you to jail. So he, he takes Majima. He arrests Majima. Majima's... Uh, he, he puts Majima in handcuffs and then puts him in one of those kid backpack leashes that look like a like yeah. a dog or whatever. And uh, and then the guard is like, oh, I'm bringing in another one. And then Billiken's like... You always work so hard, Billiken. You always work so hard. And then uh, Billiken's like... I hear your daughter's starting college this year. I don't have a daughter. Mine is dead. Here, take Mine is dead. She got killed by some punk kid. But then another punk kid, you know, uh, you know, he went to juvie for just a little bit and then he got out. But then, you know, he got stabbed to death by this other kid. And I hear that the guy who cared for that kid, uh... Anyways, uh, the, the guy's here's like, some he's money like, you for tell, your daughter. He's like, you tell me this every time I mention my daughter, um, and I know it was your daughter, and I know that you're, you're Nishitani's liaison with the police. You've said this many times. And then he's just like, here, take a crumpled up wad of money. Go go, go treat your daughter right. Treat her like a prince. Because I never could. I deal for me. <laughs> and then he puts Majima in the cell. And then he says, uh, I'm sure you and Nishitani will get along great. Goodbye. And then they go and he's like, let's go get some. He says to the guard, he's like, you and I, were going to go get some tea so I can tell you more about my daughter. <laughs> um, do you think Billikin's like the protagonist of it? A- I tell you the thing about the family court. <laughs> I gotta tell you how stacked it is again. I'm going to red pill you over some tea. Um, so Never get married. <laughs> I'm, I'm going my own way. So uh, Nishitani is sleeping on the ground, and then Majima, like, kicks him awake, and then Nishitani's like, damn, dude, I'm leaking! He literally says he's leaking at the thought of- You're jumping forward a little- Yeah, you're jumping forward a little bit. After he kicks him up, like, all the guys in the cell, like, jump up and are, like, about to beat the shit out of Majima, but- but then yeah. uh, Nishitani waves them off and is like, hey, Hey, it's my best friend! Let's fight, I'm horny! Yeah, look. Oh, man, just seeing you. Oh, yeah, I'm leaking, baby. Oh, yeah. Mm. He says, uh, he says uh, <laughs> like, that fight we had was legendary, but the fact that we didn't get finished, it's kind of like baseball. A play that'll go down in history doesn't mean shit if the game gets canceled due to rain. And then Majima's like, and then Majima's- you called the cops on yourself. This is your well, fault. First, first Majima says, well, the game still counts if it's the bottom of the fifth. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> and then he goes on. Dude just loves some baseball. We know that about Majima. He just loves baseball. He just loves he's baseball. He's just a guy who loves baseball. Um, so Majima says he's like, he, he'll pick it up from here. But first he wants to know, he wants to know where Makoto is. And then he's like, Nishitani's like, oh, it's a business call. And then he waves one of his goons over who brings him, uh, him, them both cigarettes uh, and lights the cigarettes. Uh, the the goon very aggressively offers yeah, a, like, a cigarette take it, to Majima. Take it, take it, take it, take it come on, take the fucking take cigarette. cigarette. Majima's like, I'm trying, I'm trying to quit. I'm on the, I'm on the patch. Just like, don't fucking take the cigarette. My bossy tells me to give this. Okay, this. Okay, fine, fine. Um, uh, and then the cop walks up with the ashtray. Yeah, he's for like, here, them. take the ashtray. Um, and then Nishitani's like, buy us some nice drinks, and he's like, okay, Mister Nishitani, you're paying for my daughter to go to college. Um, Nishitani explains that, uh, that safe hideaways these days, it's very hard to find somewhere safe for Yakuza, but the safest place you can be is, is jail. Really makes you think, but also... Yeah, because out there, 
nobody's stupid enough to come at me with just their fists. Yeah, they come you know, at him get with a weapons. knife or a gun. But in here, you can't have any of those toys except for me. Except for me, and also I guess Majima, who managed to bring in all of his weapons and his baseball bat. Yeah. Anyways, so uh, go on. Yeah, that third party. He says he says he doesn't know who that guy in the white suit is, um, and he hasn't seen him around. But he thinks it might be a third party, um, that is uninvolved as of yet in this situation. But it's not someone. But I'm not going to tell you who it yeah, is. Yeah, you got to fight. You got to, uh, you got to do a big fight with me. And Maji was like, "I guess we could do a big fight." And then Nishitani says that he's already rock hard, and the camera literally cuts to a shot of his crotch, just so we know what's rock hard. Um, mm-hmm. and then Nishitani, he's just so into it. Um, and it's time for a big fight. It's the same boss. It's fight the same boss fight. Before. Um. There is one. He's got a knife. Still. There is one good and uh, new animation. He, you can still do the thing where you fight over the knife and kick it into his leg. But if you, uh, mm. there's one where if you're standing by the wall, there's another like uh, quick time event where he'll try to like stab Majima in the hand, and then Majima like dogs, dodges out of the way, and you kind of punch him into the wall, and then he goes, ah, ooh, ow, that smarts, oh, ah, mm. that's fun. But you beat him up. Yeah, yeah. It, if he succeeds, it's it's basically just the uh, the stabbing in the hand heat move. Yeah, yeah, it's the same exact animation and everything. Yeah, um, so he kicked the shit out of Nishitani. He loves it. He's so into it. He's just like, uh, Majima is also kind of into it, too. He's like, wow, I, you know, you are pretty entertaining, Nishitani. Um, Billiken told me that uh, under different circumstances, we could have been good friends. And then Nishitani says, no, how can we improve this? This is perfect. We, you and I, we're, we're like pseudo-friends. Who, whenever I see you, I try to kill you with my knife, and this will be the last and time. My dick. And my and and this will be the only relationship in the series like that. Take notes, Majima. And then Majima's like, "All right, cool." Um, so hell yeah, man! It's time to hear about our. Uh, it's time to hear about this third party. Yeah. So, uh, Nishitani thinks that this third party is a group that works for the Tojo clan directly called the Nikio Consortium. Uh, they're like real black ops undercover shit. They don't, they don't wear the badges or anything. They're like the CIA or the KGB, he says. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the, the guy in the white suit, he thinks, is the president of the Nikio Consortium himself, Masaru Sera. Um, and he thinks this is really interesting because... The guy who hired Nishitani is none other than Shibusawa. Oh, Shibusawa has been doing family. things this whole game, apparently. Um, yeah. So what we've learned. So now we have yeah. three separate factions within the the Tojo clan, all going after Makoto. See, this is interesting because because at the beginning of the game, because we we know that Makoto owns the empty lot now, um, mm-hmm. but like we. At the beginning, we thought it was just the Dojima family. So Shibasawa, Awano, and Kuze were fighting sort of inter- sort of inter-family uh, fighting over who gets the empty lot, because whoever gets well, it becomes yeah. captain. But now we find out that Shimano, who's another big shot in the whole clan, and the Nikios Consortium are also looking for Makoto. So this is kind of ballooned outward, out out of the Doji, uh, Dojima family, and into the, just the rest of the Tojo clan. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, uh, Nishitani tells... And yeah. that, yeah, all the, and anyone within the Omi Alliance is, who is doing this is just doing it on behalf of someone in the Tojo clan. Yeah. So the, 
this isn't that widespread. It, it is still contained within the Tojo clan, but it is on a higher level within the Tojo clan. Yeah. So, um, so he, Nishitani says that he doesn't think, uh, that, like, Masaru Sarah is gonna kill her. He just kind of picked her up and, or, that's what Machima thinks. And, and Nishitani says, mm-hmm. like, uh, well, uh, if, I can tell you where the Nikio is hiding, but, uh, you won't be able to take them on a load. Cause, like, yeah, like he said, they're like the, the KGB of the Dojima family. They'll fuck you up. Mm-hmm. Um, so join up with me, and on the on the plus side, I won't kill Makoto like Sagawa will. And that's, yeah, that's when Majima says, well, th- if that's the only reason, I, I don't, that doesn't matter, because I don't think Sarah looked like he was going to kill her. Um, and Yeah, but I, I don't want her being taken advantage of and just yeah. leached off of. He says, these Yakuza, yeah, her life is my responsibility at this point. Because he basically... Uh, found her and is the reason she got given away. He also says, like, if I just cared about keeping her alive, I would just not let, I would just let Masaru Sarah hang on to her. Yeah, but I want her to have, like, an actual life and not just, you know, be, like, beholden to the whims of these Yakuza. Forever. What, you know, yeah, for her yeah. whatever reason they need. Um, so Nishitani's like, damn, how did it take so long for me to meet a good guy like you? It took so long. Okay, I'll tell you where they are. They're at a place called Camellia Grove at the Cartoon Network's Ben 10 Inn. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, yeah, that's exactly where they are. It's called the Benton Inn, and uh, and it's somewhere that doesn't show up in the guidebooks. You'll see why when you get there. Um, so they're, they're going to leave and go to the Ben 10 Inn together. Um, Nishitani, uh, goes to the, the jail cell bars and he yells out for the cop. He's like, all right, Mr. Cop, it's time to let me out. Um, it's checkout time. And then, and then Nishi- he doesn't show up. It's like eerily quiet. So Nishitani just opens the fucking jail cell himself because <laughs> it wasn't even locked. Yeah. It's really funny. It's really good. Uh, but what isn't funny is that, well, you know, that, uh, Billiken stumbles in, uh, who Nishitani refers to as Uncle B, and he's been shot. He's, he's, a uh, he's fulfilled his, uh, his ultimate cop metamorphosis. He has transformed into a donut, because he does have a hole in him. And he, uh, <laughs> and he, uh, he's dead. And the guy who killed him, he's like, He says, Nishitani, run! Run! It was I've been taken down by something bigger than the family court. Um, and so then the guard walks in and he says, like, I want my daughter to go to college. And, and, and you know, the, he told you me know, the, that Tokyo type, he's got big, deep pockets. And he told me he'd pay he'll, me he'll, a hundred times yeah, what he'll Billiken pays me. He'll give me a hundred times. So, you, you know, you, you understand, right? Majima looks directly right? at the camera and said, if only there was a good guy with a gun. And then Nishitani gets shot, like, six times? Four times. He gets shot four times, and uh, I like the first time he gets shot, he he does the, like, puts his hand on the That's not good. He's like, this is bad. Oh, man. Oh, ah. Oh, guess. And and then he looks around and he says, oh, shit, it's a, it's a, like a full, full-on cutscene. Ah, shit. Oh, God, Fuck. I'm gonna die in this one. Um, and then he, like, turns to Majima, and I love this so much. He literally just, like, tells Majima his, 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 like, uh, his favorite, like, chicken soup for the Yakuza sayings. He says, yeah. like, bust as many skulls as you can and have a blast doing it, Majima. Bust as many skulls and as many nuts as you can. And then he says, <laughs> never stop nutting, Majima. And then he says, uh, blaze your own paths on your own terms, Majima. 
and then he, he yeah he then he gets shot some more and he says uh he t poses and yeah. he starts walking towards the cop oh it's so good and then he just tells him to go and get makoto and then as Machiba walks out the door, you just hear the the police officer, who is now out of ammo. He's fired his entire, all of the bullets into, into Nishitani, and you hear him scream, mm-hmm. but who knows what he did? But that's the end of Nishitani, sadly. Sometimes in this game, characters come back after getting shot eight times. Nishitani is not one of them. Let's pour one out. Yeah. Let's pour one out. He got, he got all of one. the bone, all of the flesh blasted off his bones by by um the cop and now he's also a living skeleton <laughs> yeah he's not on fire but he is a skeleton no he's just he's just human swiss cheese now um he's he's a t-posing skeleton he does kind of t-pose as he like walks towards the police officer he's got like both of his arms yeah. outstretched and he that's what i said yeah he's t-posing all the way to the grave no nishitani is dead let's pour one out sad sad to see him go he uh he was a bit of a creep a pervert creep when we met him let's 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 play that wiz khalifa song (laughs) i'll tell you all about it when i see you again goro um and they they drive off in separate directions in a fork of the road and it's very sad Except nishitani's like bleeding out he's leaving a trail of blood behind his car because he's been shot so many times (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I'll put I'll put the sad sub story music in again. <laughs> right. uh, he he was Great. he was feeling up a lady when he when we first met him, and then he was rock hard the rest of the time because he was just so bonered. For yeah, we get a montage of of all of, of the times that, the the yeah. like ten minutes that of screen time that he's had, you know, filling up a titty, offering to get an OTPHJ, <laughs> uh, you know, saying how rock hard he is, all the zoom ins on his dick and how he's leaking and. He's, you know, he's got some bladder problems. He is, he is leaking, all right. He's mm-hmm. leaking in oh, four yeah. places. Oh, yeah, he's leaking in, yeah, oh, at least five. At least five, you know. Yeah, that's true. Um, rest rest in peace, Nishitani. Pour one out for a real one. Um, and that's the Pour end of the chapter. Pour one out for a leaky boy. <laughs> that's the, that's yeah, the that's chapter. the end of the chapter. We're, uh, we're going yeah, to the, Yeah, Majima uh, closes the door and heads out. We're gonna, that's next it. week we'll be strapping on our Omni Tricks, and we'll be going to the Bentan Inn. Yeah, baby. Um, we're gonna meet uh, Uncle Max, and we're gonna find out all about his backstory. I never watched Ben Ten. I just remember the commercials. Yeah, it's still going. If, what the fuck? It's still like a thing. What? Well, like not the original series, but they've had like a million like reboots and spinoffs since then. Wow. Um. All right, and that's it for the chapter. It's time for our questions of the week. We have one. If you have a question, you can go into our Twitter, twitter.com slash podcastgagotoku. That's podcast G-A-G-O-T-O-K-U. I make a post every week about the episode, and you can leave your questions in the comments below. Um, This one says, this is from friend of the show, Mike underscore Dawson, Dan, and it says, uh, when Kiryu and Majima save their games and or use the item box at the telephone booth, who are they calling? They're calling they're, Ness's dad. They're calling paramedic. This is this that too. This is an obvious answer. They're calling paramedic, and they're like, she talks to you about like, have you seen, you know, uh, Yakuza Sunset Three, and then they chat about their favorite movies, and then it saves the game. The item box, I'm not so sure about though. Who do you call to uh, Ness's dad? Ness's dad. <laughs> I've never played Earthbound, so. Yeah, neither of us. Mm. I, I played like an hour of it, and I didn't like it. Mm. Um, sorry, mother fans. 
Uh, <laughs> that sounds more like a, you know, yeah. insulting fans of, like, MILFs or something. <laughs> like, yeah, sorry all the, you know, MILF Monday people out there, but... <laughs> sorry, Ted Cruz. Uh, I'm just not into that. So, yeah, I mean... Uh, yeah. Maybe he's you, just leaving calling... his stuff in the phone booth. Yeah, he's just leaving it in there. It's just, it's just. Well, how does how does it get transported to the other phone booth? He's calling a fr- He's calling a one of his friends to just take it over for him. Mm, when Hai okay. Lee's delivery service. I know that. I think there's an item box in Earthbound. I'm pretty sure it's 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 through a phone, and you do it by calling your dad. I mean, that's whenever I need something. Uh, whenever there's something that I need to uh, store that is too large to stick in the closet. I do call my dad and say, can I put this in your garage? So that, yeah, that sounds so correct. That, that's, Majima, Majima's calling his dad. I mean, this is this is a fact. This is an undeniable fact that Majima does have parents. Like, we never meet them, but we know that he had to have come from somewhere. So maybe Majima is calling his parents. Kiryu's calling Kazuma. Yeah, well, yeah, he's like, Kazuma, can you... That's true, Kiryu doesn't have parents, but he does have Kazuma. And Majima, we don't know about Majima's family situation. Maybe Majima just has a mom and a dad out there. He's, he, I mean, he's probably also an orphan. You don't know that, though. Yeah. Actually, yeah. I think we might know that. I'm not sure. We might know we that. We might know that. He calls, uh... Oh, that's a character I can't talk about yet. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> Oops. He calls someone, and then that person shows up and collects the items, and by the time we meet that character, it'll be in Yakuza 4, and I'll have forgotten about it. Yeah. Yep. Um, that's our question for the week. Thank you, uh, Kyodai of the show, Mike underscore Dawson, Dan. Um, and that's it for this week. We've, we've, uh, we've reached the bottom of the riverbed, and we've, we've discovered the, the fighting pit below. Um, if you want to listen to our other episodes, you can go to yakuzapod.com. You can share it with your friends. If you know anyone who likes Yakuza and likes podcasts, tell a, tell them about us. And you can find me at twitter.com slash bradipisrex, and you can find Argyle at twitter.com slash argyle underscore funk. Tell us about your other podcast, Argyle. Yeah, if you like my voice and you want to hear it in other places there's one main place you can go to it's called pot of greed it's about Yu-Gi-Oh. i do it with some other friends of mine uh currently we are just about a week away from starting our second annual cup of greed Yu-Gi-Oh card game tournament uh it's gonna be a ton of fun sign ups in tomorrow so by the time this episode goes up it's gonna be too late to sign up so you but, can just listen to this and be so angry at yourself. Yeah, you can just watch. You can just watch the Twitch stream. You'll be like, you'll be you'll like, tune in, God, have a good time. You'll, you'll listen to podcast Gagotoku and you'll say, "Oh, I, oh, I should have signed up. I'm so mad I didn't sign up. It was a day late." Yeah, that's what they'll say. Anyways, it's going to be a great time. Tune in and listen to uh, our our show as well. If you want to listen to my other podcast, it's called Jerkin' It. It's about a bad ABC Family teen drama called the secret life of the american teenager which we've watched all five seasons of so now we're just reading fan fictions um based on potential season six uh scripts basically how many of those are y'all gonna we're do? doing two of them we're about halfway through the first one and then uh we are have a second one lined up that is apparently considerably stranger interesting yeah so give that a listen and thanks for listening to 
to Podcast Gago Toku. And as always, Kiwami Meets Extreme. Bye. Love magic world.